Some movement, and I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, maybe choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the. Uh, the, the there's been a response from the opposition, but um, it, it, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas. But it seems to be uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. Right, right, right after I was elected, I went to a, what they call a G7 meeting, all the NATO leaders. And it was in, it was in the south of England. And I sat down and I said, America's back. And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean, from France, looked at me and said, said, you know, what, why, how, how long are you back for? And I looked at him, and the, and the Chancellor of Germany said, what would you say, Mr. President, if you picked up the paper tomorrow in the London Times, and the London Times said, a thousand people break through the House of Commons, break down the doors, two bobbies are killed, in order to stop the election of the Prime Minister. What would you say? I never thought about it from that perspective. What would we say if that happened in another democracy around the world? So I just saw the results of the 2024 presidential election in Nevada. Remember, Nevada did not allow Donald Trump to be on the ballot. They wouldn't even allow him to be written in. They had two options, Nikki Haley and none of the above. Nikki Haley lost in a big way to none of the above. Welcome to Wednesday. <laughs> that fucking president is an idiot. You do realize Mitterrand has been dead since 96. But <laughs> apparently Joe Biden talked to him uh, the day after he was elected. It was the ghost of. <laughs> the ghost. <laughs> what a dummy. He is such a dummy. And then one of the reporters had to tell him Hamas while he was trying to figure out what the hell to say. He's just 
clueless. And you know, the the funny, I wish there was like, you know how like on reality shows, you see some of like the behind the scenes before they go up to the stage and do whatever yeah. they're going to do. Like on American Idol. Yeah. You know how you see like the backstage where they're getting all hyped up and getting their voice ready and everything. And then they go up and then they fuck up. I would like to see the backstage. I would like to see them trying to prep him, going, okay, this is what you're going to say. This is what you're going to say. You're going to point this way, and you're going to say, Hamas said this. And he goes up there. He's like, uh, uh, response of, uh, um, response of, uh, 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 Hamas. Yeah, Hamas. Yeah. <laughs> now, I've heard that they do give him, like, medications and stuff to try to wake his ass up before he goes out on stage. Maybe they just don't do it all the time. They should um, be giving him lines of speed the length of Pennsylvania Avenue because he is a sleepy, sleepy Joe. Look, he's got a son that does a lot of coke. and Share it with him. Yeah, no kidding. Or at least buy the stuff that Hunter was using. It sure kept him going. He meant to say, okay, okay, sure he did, Heidi. He doesn't know what fucking day it is. <laughs> No, that was Biden who said taking over the airports in the Revolutionary War, he ass. <laughs> hey, give it a couple of days, the history changes. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Although Heidi's going to like what, what I want to do here. So Heidi's going to enjoy some of this because Bob had a rant this morning. And I talked to him and I he said I could play you know, on the show today. All right. I'm not going to. I don't want to play the entire thing because it's like 20 minutes long. Yeah, it's By the time it's over, long. we'll be done. What's the show? <laughs> uh, but I, well, you got to hear some of this, and you know, for for I completely and totally agree with okay. everything that he said, and Heidi will actually probably agree with him too. Well, let's not get carried away. No, I think she might. All right, so you ready? All right, just just play from right here at the beginning, or uh, well, let's see where it starts because I don't you know, remember. All right. He introduces like, who we're going to have on the show and stuff like that. So, well, Let's see. Yeah. The seventh morning of the month of division in the year of our Lord, 2024. Thank you so very much for being here. Jack Windsor is going to join me in an hour. We're going to talk to him <clears throat> about uh, the host of Go the forward. extraordinary news that happened yesterday in Leicester. It is a joke. It is right. coming apart at the seams. The one party yeah. that we try to rely upon to save us from the demonic Democrats is an absolute joke perhaps that's why it was announced yesterday that ronna mcdaniel the chair of the rnc is resigning after the south carolina primary because there absolutely needs to be new leadership at the rnc but there also has to be new new leadership at the top of the party on the legislative side and we have to question truthfully what we want to do on the executive side this party is so broken it's hard to put into words. It's really hard to quantify. I have never seen anything quite like the modern-day Republican Party. The the and By the way, that'll be Jack Windsor, so let me finish the thought there. Jack Windsor will be coming up at 10-10. Um, at, uh, He's itching to start screaming. Oh, and he does. <laughs> oh, he does. I like that. I like that. And he's he ripping the Republican Party. Well, he should. He should. So keep going. All right, here we go. 
And then at the top of our third hour at 11.10, we're going to talk to a uh, a strong, strong young candidate for Congress in District 11 against Chantel Brown. This, of course, has been you know, kind of a no-go zone for conservatives. But uh, you have a young African-American named James, uh, named, uh, James Hemphill who's going to be joining us uh, to talk about his challenge of Chantel Brown in that district. And uh, I think he's a good guy, strong, conservative, black leader. Uh, in in uh, in the making, and uh, I want to talk to him, and I'm looking forward to introducing him to you. That'll be coming up at 11:10. So Jack Windsor and James Hemphill are going to be joining us uh, this morning. But back to the issue at hand. Yes, the Democrat Party is led by a rotting corpse who is propped up in front of a camera from time to time. Not very often. Why? Because he is a propped up corpse. Propped up, uh, or uh, he is a rotting corpse propped up before the cameras. That's why they can't look, do it very often. Let me put it to you another way. This is how bad the Democrat Party is. This is the condition it's in. It's being led by the ghost of Joe Biden, okay? And he is so incomprehensible when he speaks to the media. When he has any semblance of a press conference, whether it's talking to somebody off the cuff after a, an appearance or a meeting or he's on his way out to, the, to get on Air Force One and they catch him uh, over the helicopter blades and, and, and the jet engines and, and the audio is so awful. It doesn't matter where or if it's an actual planned press conference, which in this administration happens around once every, I don't know, eight months. He is so unbelievably indecipherable. He is so clearly ready for the retirement home, and I say that not with disdain in any way, shape, or form about retirement homes. It is they're, they're, they're necessary places for people in their senior years who have done great things in their lives and lived their lives, and now they need a little bit of assistance. He's one of them, though. Those people who are in those homes know that this is the time of their life where they need to be. i got to stop here for a minute. Do you think I just just because I want to correct Bob and I really don't want to but I think we need to what great thing has Joe Biden done Nothing cuz he said that you know people getting their into the retirement homes after they've done great things No no but I, I think he's just pointing out that retirement homes are are necessarily a bad thing Okay he's 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 not he saying, wasn't saying people about prison. Biden. No he was just saying Retirement homes are okay. He can go to retirement right. and be there. Because yeah, I was yeah. going to say, if he's going to try and point to a great no. thing Biden's done in his career, I'd like to no. hear that. There was nothing. No. no. <laughs> there is nothing. Anything. There never will be anything. No, he's a fucking boob. So, yeah, feel free to stop and go as we, as we want to. It, it gets really good. So. Oh, let's keep going. I'm in. Yeah. Here we go. And, they, and that's glorious for their families who can take care of them that way and so forth. Joe Biden needs to be in one of those, not in the white freaking house, not in the Oval Office making command decisions that affect every single American citizen and that can affect every single citizen around the globe. He is, it is literally impossible for this man to be reelected and to expect him to be any different or any better, let me rephrase, it's impossible to think that he can get any worse in four more years after the current one. (laughs) 
He gets lost in the middle of sentences. He forgets the names of human beings that are in front of him. He forgets the names of human beings that died 30 years ago, but then references them as if they are recent and current, and he has just spoken with them. He looks for dead people in audiences, calling them by name just days after issuing a, a statement of, of, of condolences, an obituary, if you will, toward a member of Congress who had passed away. He is so cognitively uh, disabled, I guess. I don't want to use the wrong words, but he's cognitively disabled. He's cognitively deficient. He's in charge of that party, and the Republicans can't beat him. (laughs) He's not wrong. No. No. It's fucking sad. Sorry, not I'm not going to swear during this segment. It's ridiculously sad. <laughs> That's the saddest. You know, it's funny because I'm laughing at Biden, too. He's a big fucking buffoon. I'll swear. You don't have to. Yeah. But, I, you know, he is a buffoon. And that being said, what kind of buffoons are on the other side that they can't beat an old feeble retard? <laughs> yeah. That's really what it is. He's an old, feeble retard, and and no one can beat him. are so inept at their jobs that they can't do this. Yeah, they suck. They're worse. They're worse because they're not even cognitively damaged. They're just dumb. Just dumb. Just dumb or lazy or on the take or all of the above, probably. But, all right, here's more. I'm loving this. Oh, that's good. I don't just mean in an election. They can't beat him and his policies. They can't even impeach his completely corrupt secretary of Homeland Insecurity. Republicans can't get out of their own freaking way. The Democrat Party has never been more ripe for the picking than right now with this horrific condition that this country is in, an invasion of over 9 million illegal aliens. I'm going to start calling this the 10 million man march on our southern border. It is the 10 because we're moving toward 10. By the way, when it's over 10, we will call it the 11 million man march. (laughs) And, yes, we're playing off of the million man march, the march on the border. Brought to you by Joseph R. Biden and his entire administration and regime. It has never been more horrific in this country when you add everything up from the cost of living to inflation to energy costs to insurance costs to the war on our cars, the war on our stoves, the war on our furnaces to losing, uh, or excuse me, to a $34 trillion debt to spending so much of your paycheck and mine to feed not American citizens, but illegal aliens coming here from China. (laughs) You think they're all coming from Guatemala and Honduras and Mexico? There are a lot of them, millions of them. But did you see the numbers on Chinese illegal immigrants into this country? Terrifying. All right, explain. Is he going to explain why that's terrifying or no? Because, I mean, the Chinese are, dude, they're sending spy balloons over top of our country. <laughs> so you think they're, they're all spies? They're getting ready to invade Taiwan. Yeah. So I think you think they're, they're all spies and you don't think that think, they're just I people think, that want to get out of that communist place? Okay, just like Mexicans, place? I don't believe that they're all rapists, I, but a vast majority of uh, people that are coming over here are criminals. Yes. 
Look, of course, there's some good people coming over all races and nationalities, but a large portion of them are not. And you're letting them over. You're letting them over. You're letting terrorists into this country. Yeah. Yeah. But and yeah. again, the Republicans can't do a damn thing right to stop them. Yeah. And Heidi's just an ass, and I hope she goes away for the rest of the day. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> the, the, the ironic thing is we'll let them in without any uh, any repercussion at all. But God forbid if you want to get on a plane and you have a bottle of shampoo in your fucking suitcase, right. <laughs> you're going to be interrogated and ass-raped to make sure that you don't have a bomb up your ass. Right. Oh, crazy. From China. You're such a dope. You're just a dumbass. All right. <laughs> Let's play more of this. I'm, I'm having fun with this. I'm, I love we're it. ripping on our own party, and she still doesn't even like get. She's just a dumbass. Yeah, she's pushing your button, and you keep she's pushing. Not pushing my button. Who's pushing my button is, is, is Bob because he's right. Yeah, the Republicans he right. are pushing my buttons because they're they're they ridiculous. Stink. They they stink. They're they're part of the vacuum. They're part of the problem. Yes, that's why we need Trump back. Get rid of all of them. If he will. And deport Heidi. <laughs> Do you think he'll get rid of all of them, though? I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen Heidi's papers. I don't know if she's legal. <laughs> she does all cut right. grass. She might be Mexican. That's true. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here's more Bob. Why? Because China is a communist country, and they are not. They are exporting their Chinese Communist Party followers. And they're not coming here with good intentions. They're not coming here just so that they can experience a little bit of the American capitalist life. This country is being overrun by illegal aliens from the Middle East. From countries that have no business sending people here at all. Countries that are not friendly to the United States of America. They're coming here in droves. They're coming here from Turkey. They're coming here from Saudi Arabia. They're coming here from Iran. They're coming here from Lebanon. They're coming here from Jordan. They're coming here from Iraq. They're coming here from, from uh, uh, Qatar. They're coming here from all over the world. And that's what Joe Biden has, has intended. It's working for him. It should terrify the rest of the country that should be uniting behind Republicans to stop this. And what are the Republicans doing? They can't even come together and vote to impeach the guy who's responsible for that border. Alejandro Mayorkas. He well, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's no. not wrong. I'm telling you, we, we, the whole thing is we're playing. So we just got to talk and back and forth between it. Because, yeah, it, it, it's what's going on now is insane. Last night, they had votes that were just insane. And again, I, I hate to you know, even say anything remotely on the side of Heidi. These people that are on the Republican side are dumb. I mean, there are yeah. some good ones out there. Jim Jordan is a great man. And I don't care what anybody else said. I'll stand up for Jim Jordan in a heartbeat. He's a good guy. He's got good intentions. He calls in all the time. And he, he knows what's going on. Some of these guys are rhinos. They are Republican in name only, and that's all that they are. And they are with these Democrats to destroy this country. So what what sparked this? Is this that that foreign bill or the border bill that failed? Is that what this is? That what sparked well, I mean, Bob? I mean, the, the, what sparked Bob was the fact that they, uh, 
not only the border bill, but then they, they voted against an aid package going to uh, Israel, a standalone aid package going to Israel, and they voted against the impeachment of Mayorkas for all the stuff he's done at the border. Yeah, I do. There's a lot of bad going on right now. I mean, did you? Yeah, and we'll get back to this in, in a second. But did you also see that now they're trying to sanction Tucker Carlson for simply interviewing Putin? Of course they are. They're trying. They? They're trying to sanction this guy for for. He's a news person. Yeah, doing a news story. I mean, in what doing world a do news we interview? I don't care what Putin's done. He's still a leader of a country. That's always going to be news. And meanwhile, our president that we have is taking money and giving it to Zelensky and then lining his own pockets along with his sons. Well, I find it interesting, too, that Biden shows up for fucking um, speeches or whatever with a Ukraine flag on his lapel. He had a Ukraine tie and a Ukraine pin on his. How about being an American, you dumbass? Yeah. Well, where's Zelensky with his U.S. flag since he's get, getting so much money from it? We're giving him billions. Who's trying to sanction Tucker? The EU has put it out there that they want his travel sanctioned. Going further, that, that he should not be allowed to travel anywhere. You know, so. <laughs> All right, here we go. More of Bob. Got people like... Representative Mike Gallagher writing op-eds in the newspaper. I want to explain myself. Here's why I, a supposedly conservative Republican, going on Hughes' show every morning, a supposed conservative Republican, here's why I didn't vote to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. He's bad, he's terrible, and he's incompetent. But you know, incompetence isn't the same thing as, as being treasonous and committing high crimes. It's not incompetence, you boob. <laughs> He has lied repeatedly to committees in Washington, on the Hill, on the House side, on the Senate side. He has lied repeatedly about the condition of that border and the policies of the administration and of homeland security. That's not incompetence. That's intentional, deceptive language. And it's your job to remove him. You always find some excuse, don't you? Don't you, rhino Republicans. You always find some reason to not do what needs to be done. It's why we lose. It's why we lose at everything. We lose when it comes to the impeachment of a Homeland Insecurity Secretary who is literally surrendering security and sovereignty of this country at the behest of his boss, the mumbling, bumbling dementia uh, patient-in-chief. All right, I'm going to disagree with Bob there. I don't believe it's at the behest of stupid-ass Biden, do you? Yes. Well, He's the figurehead. He's the figurehead. He's the pawn, but, but I don't believe he's the one pulling any strings. It could be. I mean, it's the eloquent talker from Chicago that's pulling the strings. Absolutely. That cocksucker Obama, figuratively and literally. Yes, I said it. I don't care. You're not getting underneath my my skin with this crap because that's what we're saying, ass. All right, here's more Bob. Here we go. I really hope that Heidi's like not like super hot because then I'm destroying any chance I have with her. Dude, I think your wedding ring did that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just I'm joking. 
<laughs> My wife is listening. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> we lose when we can't even come together and get enough Republicans to pass out of the House a standalone security package for our allies in the Middle East that were just attacked in the worst attack on Jews since the Holocaust on October 7th. We can't even get them all to vote for a $17 trillion or a billion dollar aid package to Israel. They're more than happy to sign on to a $60 billion aid package for Volodymyr Zelensky's slush fund, but they won't give $17 billion to Israel because river to the sea. Palestine shall be free because ceasefire now, because they won't cross the Democrats. That's what the Republican Party has become. An absolute parody of itself. This is a bad Saturday Night Live sketch, or it's an even worse Saturday morning cartoon. These are caricatures. All of them. Bob really should be on the national scene. Oh, I know. You should. He's, he's, he's doing far, far superior radio than local Cleveland radio. He yeah. really is. He should be he should be on the national scene. He really and I, I can't imagine that won't happen for him at some point. He's so much better he fills, than most he of these fills, guys. He fills in for a lot of the national guys, but AM fourteen twenty nine o'clock. Yeah. AM, nine AM, listen. It's really good. But... And it, 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 he still gets even more fired up. Oh, all right. Well let's get oh, yeah, going. It gets worse. Let's keep going. I'm in. <laughs> Or better, I should say. We are sitting here. No, we. You know what we did two months ago? As a party on in the, in the House, they voted to expel a member on accusations, accusations, not convictions, that he has broken the law. They voted George uh, George Santos out. Santos had not been convicted of anything. Was he facing some potential uh, uh, criminal liability? Yup. Was he convicted of anything? Nope. They bounced him out, knowing that they only had a five-seat majority. And that shrunk it, and he was a consistently conservative vote. But they bounced him out, shrinking their already tiny majority. This party is an embarrassment. If you're a conservative in the United States, we need to found our own freaking party and tell the Republican Party to go straight to friggin' hell. (laughs) We cannot count on them to represent us. We cannot count on them to represent the flag that we're about to pledge our allegiance to. We cannot count on them to represent security for the people. We cannot count on them to represent sovereignty gifted to us by our founding fathers, protected for us by generations of fighters and warriors and soldiers. We cannot count on them to protect us from ourselves in the criminal streets of the United States. We cannot count on them to represent our ability to survive and thrive and grow and achieve what was once the American dream. He's going to have a stroke. <laughs> He's pissed, I, man, and rightfully I, I, so. I, I, well, he should be. And, I mean, 
everybody should be if you if you're following along. Everybody on both sides should be. You know, I I mean, I get it. I'll I'll even side with with Heidi at poking the bear as she's doing. You know, she's running her victory lap, and that's that's what people that think this is a game do is they run a victory lap. You and know, Heidi should be just as upset as everybody as should be upset. Everybody should be upset that we're living in a straight up broken system. It's like it's literally like having to work a hundred miles away and having three wheels on your car. That's kind of the life that we're living right now. We're living a well, somehow, some way, we got to drive this three wheeled car that needs four wheels. That's I mean, kind of what we're living now. The, the sad part is, is that people like Heidi, and I know other people like this too, are so deranged when it comes to Trump. Like their mind is so deranged because they don't like Trump so much. They can't even give you a reason why they don't like Trump as far as policy goes. They'll say, oh, he's a, he's a shitty guy. He's, he's, he's mean. He tweets mean stuff. I don't like him. He's a horrible guy. He cheats on his wife. And all the, They can say everything, but they can't say anything about his policies ever. They have nothing to say. They are so deranged that they can't see that their own country is being invaded by illegals on a daily basis. They don't care. They're so they're deranged. The team. They, they're so deranged they can't see that when they go to the grocery store, they're paying outrageous prices for things that they shouldn't be paying outrageous prices for. They are so fucked in the head because of Donald Trump and their derangement syndrome that they can't see what's actually going on in their own country. They don't care about their own country. What they care about is not seeing Donald Trump ever again. And that's a pathetic loser life. Yeah. And it is. I, I, it's really sad and it's pathetic. And I mean, it really is. You're so consumed by one guy, you can't see what's going on around you as our country crumbles to the ground. Yeah. I mean, if you want to not say, if you want to not have Trump, fair enough. I don't necessarily want to have Trump. But if anybody would step up, then 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 there would be Nikki you know, Haley lost to none of the above. Yeah, well, she's not. She's not a step up person anyway. Dude, as, as much as we goofed on it six, seven months ago, Vivek is the closest thing to stepping up. And he's got what, three, four, five, eight percent? I liked Vivek, but he was never he was never attacking Trump at all. He was no. never taking on the lead guy because they probably had something going where he's gonna get a, a nice cushy job in a cabinet or yeah. whatever it is. Well, and, and that's he, the biggest problem. He's never problem. gonna attack Trump or he's gonna aim for twenty twenty eight. That is the bigger problem, is that everybody's positioning and nobody's actually trying to lead on either side. There's no leaders. Which which person in you know, when you look through our history, when you look through our history of presidents, you got guys like Eisenhower, leaders. You know, you got Truman was a leader. JFK was a leader. You know, he was a young leader, but he was a leader. It was proven that he was leading and people were willing to follow. And he had. And, they, oh, by the way, Kennedy you know, was a shitty guy who cheated on his wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he grabbed the pussy, no doubt about that. You know, but that being said, these guys knew how to lead. Name a politician on the national level right now that you look at and say that guy's got leadership qualities in him DeSantis and he's not running anymore so Heidi, no he's still sitting there just talking shit tell me why you're happy that your country's crumbling Heidi 
Tell me why you're happy that your country's being invaded on a day-to-day basis by illegals and terrorists. Well, and that's the one place that she's wrong on where she's saying everything that's going on is a Trump thing. No, because the last year Trump was in office, we had 400,000 illegals come across. Every year since, we've had like 2.5 million. Million! So, So, no, the immigration is definitely not a Trump thing. And, and you can't blame of- him. The guy was, the, he may be a cock, fair enough, but you can't say that he didn't bang the drum to build a wall to stop the 400,000 that did come in. And you know what? It, it, what <coughs> Biden did was come in and erase everything that Trump did to stop illegal immigration. That's what he did on his first day. His first day, he decided he was going to get rid of everything that Trump did as far as illegal immigration. Well, you as far what? as everything. You, you know who has the power to stop it today? idiot that's in office right now he doesn't yeah. need congress he doesn't need anybody's approval he can do it today and he yeah. doesn't want to do it yeah correct unless i'm crazy he can just say stop close the border he can do it immediately he can executive order that right just without it closing the border it's in yeah. the constitution yeah maybe you should read that heidi <laughs> my place where bob yeah yeah absolutely here we go because it's too expensive to dream. Hell for Christ, they, they'll tax our dreams. The Democrats we expect this from. The Republicans are supposed to be the barrier, the wall, if you will, between the Democrats trying to destroy this country and its citizenry and its infrastructure, and the nuclear family, and capitalism, and replace it with a globalist, Marxist economy and social order. And if you don't think replacement is the right word there, look at the border. Because the great replacement theory is not a theory. The great replacement theory that is so triggering to some is reality. It is a fact. It is observable. It is provable. Joe Biden essentially is stating it out loud in between gaffes and mumbles and whispers and (laughs) and embarrassing lapses in memory and pronunciation and articulation skills. He's literally saying it out loud. And the Republican Party, which is supposed to be the barrier between them and the destruction of this country, is is in You know what the Republican Party is? They're about as effective as a one-tenth built border wall. And I don't even know if the minuscule amount that was built when Trump was in office is even one-tenth of what was necessary. I'm throwing that out there because it's a tiny fraction of what we needed. That's what the entire Republican Party is. They can't even vote to give aid to Israel because it should be it should be matched by aid to the enemy. <laughs> He's definitely on fire. Holy shit. Yeah. Did you have to take like a 10 minute commercial break for him to fucking slow his heart down at the end of this? No, but I, I told him after I wish I had like an applause button there and I had nothing. <laughs> Someone to play something. <laughs> and then but immediately I put it up because it was this was, you know dead on yeah he's right I mean, i'm not arguing i wouldn't argue with any of this i mean 
I still don't, I, as I've said a million times here, I don't believe in any of these people on either side. I think they're all fucking scummy. But um, his points are valid, you know, that the side that's supposed to be stopping this isn't. isn't. I have recently read the Constitution. It says, look at the 14th Amendment, where officers of the U.S. who engage in insurrection are banned from running from office. Oh, by the way, then read about the fact that Donald Trump was never convicted of any insurrection, and there was no insurrection. And nobody died on that day other than an unarmed military member woman who happened to be a Trump supporter, not cops. And wasn't there some sort of bill or something yesterday? Another complete waste of government time, but... Wasn't there some bill that actually claimed, that, you know, proclaimed that Trump was not a leader of insurrection yes. just yesterday? Because Wasn't there was yesterday? no insurrection. But I mean, that was that was announced yesterday. Heidi is one of these people who likes to pretend to be smart. I'm so, go cut some grass, you fool. <laughs> go put some grass. I don't tell you how to mud. do your damn job. I don't kick the lawnmower <laughs> out from underneath your feet. Yeah, go charge your lawnmower at sheets. Yeah, go pick up a rake, Heidi. <laughs> go, go sharpen up your shovel for the next snowstorm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you want more, Bob? Yeah. All right, there oh, yeah. we go. To Hamas! That's right. The quote-unquote bipartisan bill that they wanted to ram through gave 10 billion U.S. tax dollars to the terrorists. The same type of terrorists who went into Israel on October 7th who are in the United States right now. Let's give them more. Oh, we won't say it out loud. We're going to couch this as humanitarian aid for the civilian population of Gaza that is suffering from the war between the Israelis and the and the and Hamas. Never mind the fact that Hamas takes every single scrap and shred of aid and assistance and supplies and food and water and medicine. Everything that is sent there goes and is confiscated by Hamas not the civilians. Not that it matters a whole hell of a lot, to be honest with you, because it's because it's those civilians that actually elected Hamas and gave them the power that they have in Israel, or excuse me, in Gaza, and to wage war and terrorist attacks on Israel. They're complicit. But no more so than the Republican Party is complicit in the disaster on our, on our soil right now. Pause. The invasion... Okay. I want this this little piece of shit kicked off the show for saying that. <laughs> Is there a way to kick her off? I don't know. Kick I, her off. I want her kicked off. I don't I'm know. not putting up another message from Heidi, so you're not, now you're just wasting your, your breath, you fool. You pathetic little you piece go. of shit landscaper. <laughs> Done. There you go. Thank you. You're not going to come up there and say that Rush Limbaugh went to hell. You pathetic piece of shit. Hey, thank you. Now, now, now she can't push my buttons. There you go. No more button pushing for her. <laughs> Guess you'll have to get them in Facebook messages next. <laughs> All right, you want the rest of this? Yeah. All right, here we go. At the southern border, Democrats own it. Republicans own it, too. I know that sounds counterintuitive because I've said over and over again that this could have been stopped by Joe Biden unilaterally the moment after he started it. 
And it's true. It is absolutely true. But the Republicans can fight back against him and them, or they can choose not to. Last night, they chose not to. They chose not to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. The, the tongue wagging about possibly impeaching Joe Biden for being a criminal and leading a criminal family, a criminal syndicate that is collecting millions through Hunter Biden from countries like China, like Ukraine, like Romania, like Kazakhstan, and others, along with 10% for the big guy. They, when the hell are they going to get around to impeaching Joe Biden? November? Oh, yeah. Hey, look at this. November 1st. We have an election in five days, but uh, you know what? We're going to impeach Joe Biden now. Yeah, now we're ready. It's an absolute joke. The Republican Party cannot be counted on. So where's Bob going to go to now? (laughs) I mean, what... If he if he's done with them, what's he got left? Well, he's like you said, started a new party, but once it started, and I agree with him, a conservative party, you know, actual conservatives, yeah. because these Republicans that are there now are not actually conservatives. They're power hungry. They they want their name out there. They're they're rhinos. They're they're, they're not the, the conservative party. They don't have the same values that true conservatives have, and they need to go. And enough of this voting crap, because the voting stuff doesn't work anymore. It hasn't been working. You saw the last election. That was a joke. Yeah. And you, you, these people are, need to go. You need to start fresh. You need to do something different. Because the Republican Party is broken. We are losing. And it's con- we're going to continue to lose. Don't disagree. Yeah, I don't see... I, I mean, if if you believe in voting, which I personally do not, I think it's all a fucking scam. But um, if you believe in voting, you know, maybe the focus needs to be not only on Trump, 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 but maybe it needs to be more focused on everything else other than Trump to get rid of these wishy-washy fucking flakes that are in that are in positions of power. I'd imagine senators are senatorial people are more powerful in the bigger picture than the president. Yes? Well. But there but nobody even talks about that. How many people do you think could name their senators in their own state? Probably not a lot. Yeah, that's well, what that's I mean. the other problem that we have is that the majority of Americans don't even pay attention to what the hell is going on. They yeah. aren't even informed even a little bit. They'll go into a voting booth having no idea Mm-mm. what the issues are. They won't have any idea what these people stand for. They'll look for a, a letter behind their name. Yeah. And just start punching the ticket. Mm-hmm. And you can't have a country like that because they're going to destroy it. Yeah, They're, they're going to have a, a country that is going to be ruined forever if you let fools like Heidi go in there and vote who don't even know what the hell is going on. You know, well, I, wait a minute. I, I, she read the uh, Constitution recently. Oh, I'm sorry. She read the Constitution. <laughs> and you know what? I don't like banning anybody. I, I would never do that. I, I could care less what the hell you say on the show. But I'm not going to have you sit there and say that a guy that died that was a, a patriot for this country and a radio god for years uh, went to hell. The man died. Yeah, it's kind so of some damn respect. After, it's cowardly to go after somebody that can't fight back. It's cowardly. It is, and it, it, it's just stupid. Yeah. I mean, screw her. 
easy with the language, Seth. Jeez. I'm not sure that anybody <laughs> they would. Do you want this this last minute, or is this where Bob goes into like spots? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So All right, here, here we go. If it's over, it's over. Take a couple of deep breaths. Yeah. Gonna prepare some audio so that you can yeah, listen so. to the. All right. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> listen to Bob France, AM fourteen twenty WHK Monday through Friday nine AM to noon. And every once in a while, you can hear the great Seth Williams um pops in on occasion. On occasion. On occasion, you pop in there. Yeah, he made fun of me the other day because I like The Bachelor. <laughs> well, he's not wrong on that either. He could do 18 minutes of that, and I'd laugh at that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you like well, to change directions and talk Brooke, about something fun? Brooke says, well, we pick on Bumbles. He, he can fight back. He can fight. He's, he's not dead. <laughs> he, he's more than... Believe me, nothing I mean, he would... might be dead, but he's not actually dead. He's brain dead. Yeah, nothing would make me more happy than if fucking Mumbles was to come on and, and challenge us on anything we said. That would be wonderful. <laughs> All right, well. Is there um, a way to unban Heidi? I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how. I really didn't know how to ban until just this minute. It's the first person I've ever... I've ever banned on this thing. I don't I know how did, it works. I thought we banned one other person. I don't think. Well, we didn't unban them if we did, because I have no idea how to do it. I really don't know. But um, would you like to talk about something fun? Yes. I wouldn't be really sad if Heidi's actually the Staples girl. Then I'm going <laughs> to be really sad. Would that make you not want to watch the Staples girl anymore? No, I uh, maybe want to stare at Heidi. All right, go ahead. What are we doing? Let's talk about something that we're doing. Let's do that. All right, let's do that. We got Tony Pow! Masashi coming up a little bit. Look at that. Looky there. We have confirmed a night out for the Seth Williams show. The Seth Williams show and our friends over at Audio Bay are going to be bringing. Um, the Union Underground and Soil to the Winchester. That's fantastic. It's going to be a lot of fun. I chatted with um, both um, Soil and the Union Underground's tour managers yesterday. They're going to give uh, they're going to give me and you some some press passes so that we can wander around and get some awesome. interviews and get some stuff going. And we're, they're going to let us do some broadcasting while they're playing and. Um, We'll do our shit in between. This so is fantastic. That's going to be great. It's 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 really going to be. Now I got to get a hold of the the Winchester themselves, who have not responded yet. But that's just gonna. That's just. I got to find out what kind of internet they got and whatnot. But you know, we got a month and a half before it. But we need people to be at this thing. Yeah, we need people to come to the show. That is what we need. We need people to come out to the um to the show and hang out and. I'd imagine if they're day-to-day listeners, we'll get them on the air, don't you think? Like in between Absolutely bands? Absolutely, we would. Yes. We'll get them to come on and talk and hang out with us and do whatever we're doing. So, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be... Yeah, this is very cool. This is something that, you know, I, I'm very excited about. Me too. I think it's cool that they're letting us do it. I think it's cool that, you know, you got all this done. And I think... Uh... 
I think it's no, cool. Sure. That it's good bands too. It's not like you know this local band and that local band. It's like no, legitimate these are, bands. These are legitimate bands that I used to play on on the radio a lot. That's what I'm saying. These are like legitimate bands. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And and for those that don't come out, which shame on you if you don't and you're in the area. But if if they don't, they'll be able to catch some of it by watching us on um the SethWilliamsShow.com. You know, and I think it's a what a Tuesday night. Tuesday night, Tuesday, March nineteenth. Tuesday, March nineteenth. Yep. So roughly what six weeks from now? Five weeks. Yes. Yes. Uh, roughly six weeks from now, we will be at the Winchester and uh, we'll be um, broadcasting um, a rock and roll version of the Seth Williams Show. Going to be a special night that we'll be on because usually Monday, and Wednesday. So that'll be, yeah, Tuesday night will be fun. Yeah. And I'm going to have to take some time off work. <laughs> you plan on drinking a ton? Well, I, I mean, look, I mean, I can't imagine the show's going to end at like nine. My no. bedtime during the week is usually like 10. So I'm assuming <laughs> that I'm going to have to be up a little bit later <laughs> for a show yeah. like this. Yeah, so. I would say. <laughs> I would say we're probably going to be out till like one o'clock in the morning-ish. Yeah, the poster looks good. And I mean, this is, uh, this is cool. It's cool yeah. that, you know, this show is getting some recognition like that. Yeah, and... You know, all thanks to Tim King, who came on the show with us. Um, he made this super easy. He really did. And, and we'll probably have Tim and um, Brian Scott, the singer of the Union Underground, on maybe even the Monday before, right. depending on where they are and if their sound check is at the same time or whatnot. But I'm going to try and get them on to, to, to do a little hype up before the, before the actual event. But um Tim has been awesome. He's been really great as far as helping me, you know, get this thing all organized and connecting me with this tour manager and that tour manager and, you know, getting it all together. So thanks to Tim. He's he's excited about doing it, and that's that's pretty cool. You know, so there we go. We will be there Tuesday, March 19th <laughs> at the Winchester. Yes, that's going to be uh, that's going to be awesome, man. Huh. I actually started prepping a little bit yesterday by listening to some of these bands in the car. Nice. And you remembered how many, you remembered most of the songs, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. That's a, a lot of these are like, you know, I was listening to the, I was listening to Ra, who I, yeah, I really didn't that's spend why I listened a to yesterday too. I didn't spend a ton of time listening to Ra. I'll just be honest about it back in the day. Uh, you know, Soil was like my band. Of these four, Soil was my band. I loved yeah, it. I, I, liked, I mean, I played a lot of Soil, but I did play Raw, I think, had the Do You Know My Name mm-hmm, song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played the shit out of that on MMS. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I, I and I was listening to that, and I was like, oh, I know this. This is this is catchy. I know this. I never knew it was Raw, but I knew I knew the song. And yeah. that's Soil, flaw and, you know. Halo. Yeah. Yeah. Halo, Redefine Me. You know, they oh, had yeah. a lot of hits, too. And Union Underground, you know, um, was what was that song? Something, Mister Dead Man, you know? Yeah, ah, Mister Dead Man. I loved, I I loved those bands. I love that era. So it's gonna be Me fun. Too. That was my uh, my heyday on MMS was these kind of bands. So. Hell yeah! And and Audio friend, Bay is, is gonna help yeah. us. Audio Bay. I talked to Billy yesterday. I had him put it in his calendar. He's going to come out and help us get all the techie tech stuff set up as far as the the cameras and the, um, you know, the sound and the sound board and all that other stuff. Because while I can do it, I, I'm the first one to admit I'm not great at it. But Billy does it, you know, for a living. So 
Billy's going to come out and um, help what's, us and maybe one of his engineers. What's he charging for? Nothing. He's, 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 he's a, me and him have a business going together ourselves. So, you know, Which engineer are we getting to come out there? Well, the one that you don't like is no longer a part of the problem. So. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, Henry has left the building. <laughs> Henry has left the building. Henry is no longer a part of Audio Bay. So, Henry, um, I like. I didn't have a problem with Henry other than the fact that he was kind of mean to like my friends. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, there was a point in time when Billy was first starting Audio Bay. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I've seen pictures and stuff. Like it looks like it's really tape, taking form, taking shape, and looking good, and yeah, and everything else. But there was a point in time when he was just starting with that. Mm-hmm. That. You know, there happened to be like a little bit of a fly thing going on in the studio, right? Because it's right next to it was it was right next to a restaurant, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so and my friends were sitting in the lobby and they opened up the door just to let some air in and maybe get rid of those you know whatever's going in. It was really hot in there too. Yeah, it was hot in there, and so they opened up a door to let some air in, and man, he just went off on them and slammed the door on them and everything. Then my friends never came out to the show again. It would suck. Right. And well, so, that, that will not be a problem. And actually, I don't know if you even know this, but um, there's a brand new, Billy is mid-construction right now, almost done with a brand new building for I knew he. Band. I knew he bought the building. I knew he was doing yeah. work in it. So I, I don't know how much it's done. I haven't seen it, obviously, but. Yeah, I'm supposed to go out there next month. Billy said it needs about another month, and then I'm going to come out there and we're going to do some scheming on how we're going to put together the um, the actual podcasting studio. And I actually told him, and I haven't told you this yet either, but <laughs> I told him that at some point, um, you know, maybe once a month or so, me and you will go out there and do this show live from there. I absolutely. That'd be fun. I you know, just it. to come out there and that might make it easier too to have some like in-studio guests. Oh, yeah. You know, like whatever band is playing that night, you know. We, yeah. we could probably get them at like four o'clock to come on over and do a half hour with us. If it's, it's different when it's at our house. Cause nobody wants a band to come into their fucking house, <laughs> you know, but, but if you're going to an actual studio, well then it, it, from both sides, it looks better from our side. It's, it, it's just better to not let, you know, some band guys you don't know, wander around your house from, from the professional side. It's a whole lot easier to say, yeah, we do our show at Audio Bay Studios located in Bay Village, as opposed to, yeah, go past the this house in the roundabout, and we're the third house on the left. Knock twice and wait till I come downstairs to get you. You know, I mean, that 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 just never sounds good. Plus, let me just be honest. My wife has always been like a, a girl for the bands. Right. And the last thing I need is some long-haired, good-looking guitar player walking through my freaking house. Too close to the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, he may not make it upstairs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but no, that'd be cool. I mean, one of the things that, you know, I, I prevented me from going out there a lot out to that place was I wasn't driving at the time. Right, so, sure. You know, now that I am, I don't have a problem doing that. Plus, when yeah. the weather gets better, it'll be a lot easier to. Yeah, I mean, we ain't going to do it in the dead of winter, but, you know, spring, summer, why not? No, Sandy, he did not buy the building he was in. He bought another building, which is being... There's another building next, close to it, yeah, right? Yeah, it's right near it. It's right near it, but it's not is that it building. like across the parking lot? Though? I think it's the one... I Again, I haven't been out there since he bought it, but I think it's the one, like, 
You know where there was like the building ended and all the trucks were, and then there was like another little strip mall thing yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's the building. But he gutted everything except for the vet that was in there. The vet yeah, is still in there. But um, he gutted everything else, and um, I guess Leah's doing all the work. So, <laughs> soccer. Yeah, I saw a picture of, of Leah like in overalls and stuff, like doing yeah. like work in the building. It's like. Man, that guy's got the life. Dude, I, I said I literally talked to Billy this afternoon. I was like, dude, you won every lottery that has ever been put in front of you. I mean, where do you find where do you find the woman that A makes a ton of money, B is hot as balls, C does all the stuff you don't want to do? <laughs> yeah. She does all the stuff that no guy wants to do but ends up having to do. You know, that's amazing. It is, but, you know, God bless him, man. Yeah, I mean, usually if you find that woman, she looks like she's been hit by two trucks. <laughs> but but no, Leah's, like, totally smoking hot on top of everything else. It's like, Jesus, this guy got the, this guy, he won the, he won the federal billion-dollar lottery. You know that she probably got with him because she thought he was going to be, like, this famous musician for the rest of his life, touring the country and all that kind of stuff, and now Dude. he's, you know. Got 18 different businesses he has to do to make sure that she's taken care of. Dude, I could tell you that you're incorrect on that, and I know that really? to be true. She didn't even know who he was. Get out of here. She didn't. She met him on an airplane. They, on an they, airplane. They met each other. They they were seated. If you look at both of their wrists, one yeah. has 13A, I think, and the other has 13B. That's their plane seats where they met. No shit. They met flying, just flying back to Cleveland from wherever to wherever the hell they were. And they got to talking and, you know, Billy was Billy and Billy was slick enough to say, hey, let's uh, hook up. You know, but that's that's how they met. She had no aspirations of thinking that Billy was a rock star on any level. Dude, I'm going to be honest when I because I did some some web work for Leah 10 years ago, I guess it was. And even then, she, I mean, she knew that Billy was in bands, but she really didn't know anything about the bands. She's only recently been like, like into the music type stuff. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, she definitely did not get with Billy because he was a rock star. First time I met Billy, I'll tell you this story. Okay. Hopefully Billy's not listening. (laughs) But I love Billy. I love you, Billy, but I'm going to tell the story anyways. Okay. First time I met Billy Morris. Downtown, I was working at MMS. I mean, I was fairly new, but I still had a, a decent following. Right. And, you know, so you know, I was probably a little bit too big-headed at the time. Okay. <laughs> but he was doing a show. I think it was like a Kid Wicked thing or something. Yeah. But it was down at uh, Star Plaza downtown. Okay. And... So I'm bringing him on the little stage that was there and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I announce him and he doesn't come out. <laughs> and I'm sitting there waiting like, dude, what the fuck? Who the fuck does this guy think? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it took like another 10 minutes before he started playing. And I walked out and going, I don't know who the fuck this Billy Morris thinks he is, but what the fuck? <laughs> and it turns out that I actually love Billy Morris and he's actually a very good dude, but <laughs> that was my first interaction with Billy was downtown. Sure. And, well, and dude, he was I, a cool guy though. I mean, you know, yeah. he's a rock star and he was a rock. He's still a rock star. That's why he never returns calls and stuff. Yeah. Well, he's just not wired that way. He's wired like a rock star. Although he does 
you know, he does do a lot of stuff, but he's he busts his ass. He does, uh, but but he gets he gets way too involved in everything that he's doing and doesn't follow through on phones. He's terrible at communication. He really is. He's better, but like even today, you know, not not for nothing. I probably shouldn't share this, but I will. <laughs> I talked to him today. He called me because he was in his car getting his oil changed, but he had to hang up and call back three different times. <laughs> Because every time, you know, he's sitting in line and then every time the guy came up to him to tell him to hey, move your car to this line or, you know, what do you want in your car? He's like, oh, I'll call you right back. And he would hang up and obviously he would hang up to say, yeah, give me an oil change and change the air filter. And then he'd call me back and he'd be like, all right, man, what were we saying? We were saying this and we'd start talking again for a minute. And then all of a sudden I'd hear the guy come up to the window again. He'd be like, all right, I'll call you right back. And he'd hang up again. <laughs> and then, you know, the guy's like, well, do you need new windshield wipers? Sure puts on you know the guy walks away billy's right okay i'm back man so let's let's talk about this and it's like all right that's that's billy that's always billy he's got his hands in a lot of a lot of different things too he does good for him that's cool i'm excited about the audio bay uh studios i'm excited about them helping us with this soil thing i think yeah it's gonna be great and the the soil thing is is just gonna be i'll put it back up on the screen one more time it's gonna be fun Everybody that listens to me and you should definitely come out. Come out. Don't just watch yes. it on TV. Don't watch it on a little screen because it won't be as fun. We're going to yeah, come, come say hi. And yeah. Hang out. And I I haven't got this confirmed yet, but I would imagine we'll have some stuff to give away from the bands and, you know, all that stuff. So come out. There's a link right there at the bottom, soilticks.thesethwilliamshow.com. If you go to that link, it'll get you to buy your tickets, buy them from the Winchester, and you're in. Quick and simple. So there yeah, you have it. I, I can't imagine. I mean, look, tickets aren't going to cost what they cost to go see, you know, Billy Joel. No. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, they're going to be reasonable tickets. Come on, say yeah, hi, maybe. see a good show. It'll be fun. Hang yeah. out. I don't know what the ticket price is. I didn't really look, but I'm sure it's like 20, 30 bucks, probably 30 bucks top end, maybe. I, I can't imagine it's more than that. Can you? No, like. Well, let's look. Watch, Watch me say that. That'd be like eighty dollars a <laughs> yeah. ticket. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably should have looked beforehand. Those I knew somebody that bought Billy Joel, Rod Stewart tickets, and for really shitty seats, it's like one hundred fifty bucks a ticket. Fuck and you're talking about Brown Stadium. You're talk- you're, I mean, you may not even see them from where you're sitting for one hundred fifty bucks a ticket. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, of course, this link doesn't want to work. That's fantastic. It worked yesterday. Maybe because the overload of people buying tickets. Maybe. <laughs> Show.com. There it goes. I just typed it in wrong. Tickets are 30 bones. That's not bad. For four bands? Four bands. Four bands that all had top 10 hits? That's really not bad. That's pretty solid. So come out to the Winchester, 12122 Madison Avenue in Lakewood. Come out, say hi, be on the air, stick your face into the camera and say hello. And rock out. That's it. I'm hoping, I mean, Natalie, I mean, you got to show up. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody should show up. This is, this is something up. something fun to do. On a Tuesday. What else you got to do on a Tuesday? Go to bed at 10 o'clock. Yeah, well, that's you. Everybody's making fun of me because I go to bed at 10. It's pretty early, dude. 
You have to remember, though, I take medication. It makes me have to like go to the bathroom in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. Yeah. And so literally, I'm up like four times at least in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, get yourself a bottle and stay up till midnight. Ten o'clock's early, dude. You can't even watch fucking Law and Order. But see, the problem is, like, my entire family goes to bed at like ten. Oh, my wife well, is yeah. tired; she's in bed by ten. Kid, she's got school in the morning; she's in bed by ten. She may not be sleeping, but so yeah, you know, I just kind of got in the habit of like, right, screw it, oh, I'm it, gonna it, sit up by myself. Right, and and if you are sitting up by yourself, then you're always trying to be quiet so you don't wake everybody yeah. else up. Yeah, I get that. You so know, now my deal is too to, loud. You know? Yeah, I'll go to bed at ten though, and I'll watch like. And even if I had the headphones, whatever, I got my TikTok going for a little while. Right. So you're not really going to sleep at ten. I'm not sleeping at ten, but I'm. You're I retire at ten. You're 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 probably sleep by what? Eleven. Eleven thirty, maybe eleven right, thirty. That's not too bad. Yeah. All right. Well. And then I get go. texts and emails from me. You know, <laughs> the booking people for the show. It's like, right. get this guy. I could do it. It's like eleven o'clock at night. I don't think anybody's gonna answer me at this point. Right. And then I'm sending you tip uh, Instagrams and TikToks and everything. <laughs> yeah, but and those, at like, least you're good. <laughs> well that I won't say if I if it doesn't make me laugh out loud, I will not send it. It's got to be it's got to actually make me laugh or else I'm not paying no attention to it. But Dude, since we got we got like ten minutes before Tony comes on, uh, I just wanted to ask you real quick about this one thing. Did you see this new way that we're about to get just rammed in the ass by the um, by the TV companies? No. So they announced yesterday a new streaming thing for sports. It's a combo deal between TNT. And all its entities, ESPN and all its entities, and Fox Sports and all Ooh. its entities. Uh oh. And it's gonna be one and it's gonna launch this year. Like it's not like in development, it's like coming. So all of the sports are gonna be on these apps now. No. All, all your football, all your basketball. Everything is going to be on this this super app, and they're predicting that the starting price to this thing about forty five dollars a month. Oh! And my guess is you're not going to be able to get a lot of it then on regular TV. Yeah, that's that's kind of they haven't said that yet, but I would imagine why would why would ESPN keep floating out to to tv or fox sports i i mean think about it dude how many times how many times in the last um i don't know five years say have you seen things where this channel or that channel is blocked out because they can't reach a um they can't reach a deal with this channel or that channel you've seen that right oh yeah well now these guys don't they have no incentive to work with the tv with the cable company just make it all their own app or, or they'll work with the cable company, but they're going to say, they're going to say, well, yeah, you could keep a cable company, but you're going to have to price it in a way that you're going to have to raise your rate for the cable by about $30 for regular traditional cable or YouTube TV or 
Gunner's sling right. or whatever. Shouldn't this be against some sort of antitrust law? I mean, there's got to be something. Well, again, it's not a monopoly. I guess not. I mean, it's... If it's a merging of companies to form a new company with some of their content, it's definitely not a monopoly. Plus, last I checked, I don't think having a uh, watching a sporting event is a right in this country. <laughs> it's something yeah, exactly. that well, eventually, I guess you're just going to have to pay for it if you want. But that, that's yeah. ridiculous. I can't believe it. they're saying it's going to absolutely put the nail in the coffin on cable TV. Well, it, uh, yeah. Because Look, why, you know? I mean, I mean, you're gonna have. I think that. of what streaming service do you have? I I use. You mean as far as like, chant like cable channels? Streaming, whatever streaming you have. I I have uh, I have a bunch, but I have um, I have YouTube TV, and I have um, Stars and Peacock and uh, Paramount, and um, Netflix and Hulu and um. Disney. And then cable too. On top of that, no, I don't have cable. I mean, I have internet. I have, um, I have. Oh yeah, you have YouTube TV. Yeah, I have YouTube TV. Let me run down the streaming that I have. Okay. Netflix, mm-hmm. Hulu, Prime, Amazon Prime, uh, Disney, uh, Discovery Plus, Paramount Plus. Peacock, which I just got. So you're paying a fortune. HBO Max or Max now it is. And then add my $289 a month cable to that. Why is your cable $300? That's what Cox is. Why would you pay that? Well, because I haven't figured out a way to, to do. Just get internet and YouTube TV. I, I'm so I don't know why I'm like afraid to get YouTube TV. Is it really YouTube easy TV to get? And, yes, dude, and, you could have YouTube TV and, in five minutes in your house. Okay, but now if I get YouTube, but one, I think I'm in a Cox contract, so that's one of the problems that I have. Well, that's, I need to that, break that you gotta contract. wait till that you you have to break that contract. But then I'm gonna need the internet because so if I I, I probably have to wait till the contract expires if I want to keep the internet. Oh, I'm sure you can get out of it. They just pay more for the internet. If you're keeping, if you're keeping the internet, most of the cable companies let you out of the TV. And then now with YouTube TV, can I get any local channels? Oh yeah, you get all channel of them. three, five, eight, nineteen, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or should I just buy like a digital antenna to get local? Stuff? Well, you get it with an antenna, but you get them with YouTube TV. Oh, you do. Huh? Yeah. Now, do you get to pick what channels you want with YouTube TV, or is there a select number of channels? You it's get? like it's just like cable, dude. It's literally just like cable. You get, I think it's like ninety channels. You get, I mean, you're gonna get everything that you're thinking: USA, TBS, TNT, A and E, History. You you get all those channels, and you get unlimited DVR. That's the nice. Really? Thing. See, all right, now I you're right. I need to just I need to do this. That's Cox a nice thing. Pipe to Seth. Thank you. Get rid of the porn channel, Seth. <laughs> Why would you pay for porn? I mean, no, I don't pay for porn. Yeah, I was going to say, Jesus, between Pornhub and X videos, there's 10 million videos that you haven't watched yet. Yeah, there's too, too many. There's, there's too much available porn at this That's point. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, YouTube TV is solid. I mean, it, it, I've had it now for. And what is that a month? 80, maybe? 
So I might be able to cut my cable in half by probably about a hundred bucks. Because right. the internet's probably going to cost me a hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a hundred and plus the eighty bucks for the YouTube. So I'm going to save about a hundred bucks a month. It's worth doing, I guess. And and I, unless you're watching some weird shit that, that I don't watch weird shit. I mean, if you're just watching, you know, the Food Network and the you know the Golf Channel and shit like that. I mean, yeah. it's all on there. I mean, that's what I'm worried about losing is like Food Network. No, it's all I, there. I, I watch regularly. It's all there. But I'm trying to think of like the channels I actually watch on a regular basis, and I, I think that none of them are like outrageously strange. I mean, I, Fox News. Can I get Fox News on? Yeah, YouTube oh, yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. I'm looking right now. All right, here's the list. I'm, oh sure. shit! Here we go. As of as of March of 2023, so there's probably a few more that have been added, but I'll read through this list quickly before Tony comes on. I've you get your locals. So I'm doing it now. You get your you get your locals first of all. Then you get ABC, okay. ABC News, ACCN, AMC, Adult Swim, Animal Planet, BBC America, BBC World, BET, BET Her, Big Ten, Bravo, Bounce, CBS, CBS Sports, CNBC, CNBC World, CNN, Cartoon Network, Cheddar, Cheddar News, CMT, Comedy Central, Comedy TV, Comet Court TV, Cozy TV, Dab Discovery, Disney, Disney Junior, Disney XD, Dollar or Docurama, Dove Channel, E, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, ESPN News, Fox, Fox Business, Fox News, Fox Soul, Fox Weather, FS1, FS2, FX, FXM. Do you want me to keep reading all of them? It's, no, it's, but it's everything. That's pretty good. It's everything that, that you would normally get. My YouTube TV eighty five per month plus internet eighty. I mean, that still saved me a lot of money. Yeah, and you could probably dump some of the shit, some of the other shit that you're paying for, like Peacock. Why pay for Peacock if you get NBC and you've got unlimited DVR? Yeah, but think about doesn't Peacock have like the wrestling and all that kind of stuff on it? It does. Yeah, it does. If you're watching, the, if you're watching the wrestling, then then yeah, you need Peacock, I guess, but. Or Paramount. I mean, what do you I, watch on Paramount? SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah, they have all the episodes, all seasons of SpongeBob. Does it still air on TV? Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I like. You have like, unlimited DVR. You could just set it and record. Yeah, but I like having like I have Paramount on my phone, so when I go to bed at night, I can turn on SpongeBob. Plus, they have like top. You can do that with YouTube Maverick, TV, by the way. Rescue. You keep the you put the YouTube TV app on your phone and you can watch from bed, I but or in the bathroom again, or wherever. Like uh, they, there's a lot of movies that Paramount Plus has that aren't available anywhere else. Well, I'm not saying don't get it. I'm just saying make sure that make sure you're getting your money. All I'm saying is evaluate what you are paying for and make sure that you you're not double paying because you have it. You're also getting it on YouTube TV. Hello, Denise. Because YouTube TV is really like cable. It's like cable with unlimited DVR. And I can't tell you how many different wrestling things. It, it's just like cable, Marcus. Just like cable. It's, it's, it's literally just those channels streaming. The exact same as right now. If, if at 5 o'clock, 
Pawn Stars is on is on your cable channel on history, then Pawn Stars will be on your cable channel history on YouTube TV. It's cable. It's cable TV. It's the exact same thing, except you don't have a cable. That's all. all right. Well, I gotta try. See, they're they're getting me with laziness because I'm too lazy to call up Cox and say, "Hey, when does my contract end?" I wouldn't even and... say that. I, I would just call him and say, "Look, I'm canceling." All right, I'm doing that. I That's what I it. would do. And then and then and then I'm just through it. I'm just Sam. wasting time and money here. Yeah, this is you ridiculous. are hemorrhaging money. Uh, we do have Tony Masasha, so I guess we should play his commercial and then play uh, and yeah, do his talk commercial. To Tony. Everybody loves Tony, and then everybody will see Tony. How's that? Yeah, hey, hey, sounds good. Here we All go, right. Tony Masasha. Assured Window Cleaning specializes in window cleaning, chandelier cleaning, blind cleaning, gutter cleaning, and post-construction cleaning. In business since 1947, Assured Window Cleaning has probably been serving its customers in Cleveland for 75 years. As a family-owned and operated business, Assured Window Cleaning has built their reputation on trust and delivering the best results possible. When you need window cleaning services for your home or business, contact Assured Window Cleaning. We're one of the top window cleaning companies in all of Cleveland for both residential and commercial. Visit our website today at www.assuredwindowcleaning.com or call us at 440-989-0122 for a quote. And remember, everybody knows Tony. Contact Assured Window Cleaning today. This is a great place for the big game guys. They have televisions throughout the entire restaurant. They also have great food. They're open seven days a week and they have specials for the Super Bowl. This is one of my favorite hangouts. And the reason why, they have great wings, they have great chili, they have great salads, very affordable. One of those little corner bars that turns into a great restaurant. I'm going to show you what they got me to eat here. So this is my go-to. I've got 12 of their mild wings. I got a Manhattan and my little vodka and soda. They have bourbon whiskeys, vodkas. Oh my! They also have 38 beers on tap. And as you can see, all the screens across the board. This is a fabulous place. Four sports again for the big game. Tony Masaccio at Three Spot. You got to check this place out. They're right on Ridge and 82 in North Royalton. I will talk to you guys soon for the Seth Williams show. Right back here with Tony Masaccio. Gentlemen, Seth, Chris, hey, how, how are you guys? You nice doing? to see you. You too. Very good. So I got to tell you, so before I got on here, I'm thinking to myself, just think what Alexander Graham Bell would think today, where the <laughs> telephone has gone. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's unbelievable, would, isn't it? It is unbelievable. I just want to go back in time and have that 
you know, in the, and I would like to know actually what was first said on that first conversation. It was probably, who in that? <laughs> <laughs> instead, of, instead of hello, hello, hello. Well, <laughs> the, the, the funny thing too now is I'll bet you that actual telephone calls are about 50% less than they were when the, when the phone was like even in the 80s. Chris, that's a great point. Think about that. You know, and again, I still love to talk. So I, you know, I was just on the phone with my dentist. As a matter of fact, let me give him a plug right now. He actually has a coffee podcast, which is factoredcoffee.com. It's coffee, W-T-A, I'm sorry, W-T-F, which is weather. Well, I don't even know the name of it, actually. It's W-T-F. And it's on Spotify. All right. So, well, anyways, I yeah, this my, is my daughter doesn't even know what an actual phone looks like. You got to, I mean, she, yeah, grown up with nothing but cell phones and then a smartphone. By the time she was actually able to, to, you know, know what one is, she doesn't know what a wall phone is or a phone with a cord attached to anything. It's crazy. It really is. You know, and think about that. I mean, you show them a rotary phone. They're pushing it. Yeah, no. They're not turning that dial. And also, you know, when I was growing up, there was a party line. So you actually looked up the phone and your neighbor was talking. God bless them that they weren't doing, you know, it, was, it wasn't a sex phone then. Well, I was going to say, sorry, <laughs> when I was growing up, it was a thousand dollars that ran up on my mom's bill for the uh, 976 <laughs> numbers that I called. <laughs> Thank God they don't have those now because I'd have another bill. That is so Word communication has come, huh? Yes. And guess what? And I'm holding this device. You guys are on a microphone. Who knows where it's going to be in the next 20, 30, 40 years from now? They're going to be 20, reading 30, our brains. Well, I, they're already talking about that. They, I saw a thing that um they had, like, the first neural implant. Like, yes. Elon Musk is talking about that. And, and I mean... We're right now we all have like little cameras, whether it's our phones or on the screens or whatever. They've got those Google glasses. I don't know what they're called, but it's it's got a camera now in the glasses. So that you can you can see what's what what somebody sees like as they see it and they can just hit a button on the side of the of the thing to kind of take it takes like a, a shot of your face. Crazy. You know, and I still, again, I own a window cleaning business, so I still in the old school where I don't not only look at this news and see what the temperature is going to be, I open up the door and feel what it's going to be at 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning. So we're going to be able to walk outside and look in the sky, and it's going to freaking be the temperature and where the weather is going to be. Oh, yeah. Think about it. Even when the technology is going to still go. Look at where telephone, again, this was... 35 years ago, I was one of the first ones to have that G.I. Joe pack with a phone on the side of my head with a large cord. And you know what it was, Chris and Seth? It was a dollar a minute then. It was, my bill was $200. That was wow. higher than a freaking, that was higher than a car note mm-hmm. then. I bought my first phone, cell phone kind of thing that I bought was from, uh, what the hell is the name of that? Radio Shack. And it was a penny. It cost me a penny to get the phone. The bill was outrageous. 
but it was like a brick that you held and you plugged it into your car. And it was crazy. But uh, so so again, this co this coffee, it's coffee. What's the forecast? That's what okay. it stands for. So again, you can see them on Spotify. And I'll talk more about this. I would love to have you guys interview him. He is like the coffee connoisseur. So I told him, I said, Dr. Hornstein, we're going to get you on the air. Just feed my guys coffee. Dude, this will be have, a great deal. Does, this does is our first place? Does he have a place? So actually, he, he... Was a, he was a roaster. He is okay. my, he's my dad. He's been my dentist for years. He retired. And now he is he knows everything about coffee. I and mean, this guy is, and again, it's not the coffee that you and I are buying from a coffee shop. The true coffee is from Colombia and Ethiopia where they first started. Remember, Ethiopia had coffee before they had food because they still don't have food. <laughs> it flies. <laughs> All right, so Tony, you were at Three Spot, one of my favorite places, actually. I love yes. the Three Spot, too. I it is wonderful. Place. So, so they again, got great food. Yeah. They do. It is not only, I mean, it's, I talk about, you know, all these little corner bars turn into great restaurants, which we're going to talk about cleats too uh, right. within a couple of weeks. They just turned, they just changed new owners. So again, this is on Route 3, which is Ridge Road and 82 in North Royalton. It is probably one of the best sports bars in the city. In the actually in the area, so it's a great place not only for the big game. Can we say the Super Bowl? I just we did. are, we are. Yes, uh, you know, years ago you couldn't say that on radio, right? You still can't. You still can't. Yes, yeah. it's crazy. What a stupid thing. Anyways, um, so they have like one of the greatest. They have the best appetizers. So they have wings. You know what the second most popular appetizer is on Super Bowl Sunday? What's that? Meatballs. Uh, really. Isn't it interesting? Swedish meatballs, Italian meatballs. So, yeah, it's kind of cool for the Italians. We got in there somehow. <laughs> Anyways, pizza is also the number one. Right. Um, so, again, they have wings. They have salads. They have steak. They have hamburgers. It is the ultimate place, and it's very affordable, right in North Royalton on Route 3 and 82. Again, it's called Three Spot. And you know what? I'm glad they didn't call it the G Spot. Because I'd still be driving around the parking lot looking for the place. <laughs> hey, hey Tony, Tony, while we got you on, on the show, I wanted to ask you about a place that you visited recently, closing some of its locations. What do you, what do you hear about yeah, Matt? This is a tough one. And you know what? I met Matt when it, this thing first occurred. He was actually, he was one of the first guys in the call, and he talks about it in culinary arts, where he was at Cleveland State, where you have the culinary arts all across the country, from New York, where uh, Michael Simon is actually a graduate. Um, and he had a great concept. The, you know, again, it was like that late night, you know, bar industry where you had the fulfilling um, comfort food. And it's uh, again, he had a great, he had a great idea, mm -hmm. and it worked for many years. Unfortunately, Chris, I got to tell you, and it's a great question you say this because it goes to show you what this pandemic has done to the restaurant industry. Because yeah. if that wouldn't have occurred, this none of these restaurants would have closed. Yeah, yeah. but Tony, I, I'm gonna, I acknowledge that, and I agree with you, but at the same time, it's also what inflation is doing. Yes. 
I don't want to go to uh, buy a grilled cheese sandwich. It cost me thirty dollars. I know. And so he uses good ingredients, which I respect the hell out of. But you, you, it's overpriced because the ingredients cost yeah. so much. Yeah. And because of staff, because of everything exactly. else, a sandwich is costing you twenty five dollars. Yes, and that's you're insane. right. So you know what? In the sex of sixty nine. It's now turned into 96 because of inflation. It's a lot <laughs> more expensive to eat out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I love the podcast. Yes. I can't say this on radio. <laughs> Don't flash that one on the air. <laughs> you know what? Seven years ago, I was able to say this. Yeah. Now I can't. No, not anymore. You know what? You're one word in my industry now. I'm one word of losing my job. Uh, I hear <laughs> so you. That's right. I got to be, and you know me, I am, I am like, there's no call. I mean, I have no whatever I say is, you know, it, it comes out. I yeah, literally right. have no, I've got no filter. You know, right. there's no different than Trivia Sound. And you heard me on the air. I got crazy on the air. Now uh, I got to be careful what I say. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's a great joke. But talking about inflation, you know, you not only got to look at, guess what? You got to look at the purveyor though, that there are price increases. Just like my margarita business, I am up $2.60 per box within six months yeah. that is huge of 60 cases being delivered to my warehouse yeah. and who's going to eat it the consumer yeah. i'm not you know i i can't cut back on that and just raise it two dollars or 60 cents or a dollar i gotta absorb that whole thing and so do they yeah yeah you know, and even shipping has gotten crazy. Or I used to get product for like a hundred dollars, you or um, you know, flat trucked. You know, now it's two hundred dollars. It's double the amount. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. No, yeah, it's, it's we need to yeah. uh, we need a change here. That's for sure. So, yeah. You know what? Though, unfortunately, it's not going to come down. And you know who I feel sorry for? Her children. Yeah. Because when I, you know, when I graduated in 1979, a gallon of gas was a dollar, a loaf of bread was, you know, whatever, 80 cents or something. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, a, a six pack was a buck fifty. And, and I was we all drank. <laughs> yeah. exactly. and, and wages right. haven't, you know, kept no. up with the uh, the cost of things. So. You know, and what is, uh, you know, minimum wage? I think it's ten seventy six in in Ohio. How do you make a living on that? Yeah. By the time you get your taxes taken out, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But you, you can't be paying ten, twelve dollars to employees for shit jobs because exactly. then again, the prices for your hamburger at McDonald's go through the roof. I mean, it, you know, it's just—it's not a good system. Seth, when you went to a high school of broadcasting, how much was it a year to go to that school? Uh, I think twelve thousand something like that. It's eighteen thousand dollars now. Wow! And for jobs that aren't there, yeah, we're not say, paying anything. Say, what what jobs? I are there a thousand jobs in all of broadcasting exactly that are worth eighteen thousand dollars a year of what well, you need two years of schooling. And you know what? And you went to school. Luckily, you were you know you got into this industry. I never went to school for broadcasting. I got into it accidentally through the back door, and it's worse for me. 
which is kind of cool. You know, I'm able to talk. I always enjoyed this industry. I went to Kent State. I was there for five minutes, and I wanted to go to broadcasting. My dad said, what in the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Seriously. And, you know, the top job then was $18,000. There was no freaking living in it. Um, You know, and that was 1986. Right. By the time, you know, I really figured out what I wanted to do in life. But now, you know, it takes us longer to do something. The girls in, in America, they already figured it out. They know what they want to do by seven. My daughter wanted to be a nurse by 12 years old. Huh. Wow. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, that it's changed. Nice. Rick says you now know, it's all in podcasting. We ain't making it yet, Rick. <laughs> no, no, we're not. So, Rick, please donate. We're going to be like the... Uh, <laughs> send in money. <laughs> we're going to be like... We're going to be like the Jerry Lewis telephone. We're going to put tip jars outside of our home. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tony, we appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Hey, guys. Where can people hear you? You can always hear me at Flashpoint 1490 WERE every Saturday morning between 10 o'clock and 11. This Saturday, I am going to be at Cleats, which there is a new owner. Okay. which is Pete Bosinger from Corleone's. Nice. So they cool, still man. have the same menu. They're going to change some things up, and he's going to add on to the building and increase his revenue, which will be really cool. So let me leave with this, guys. The first Nike shoe that was actually wanting to go into the NBA, they would not let it on the court because it did not have enough white on the shoe. Well, guess what? Ironically, the NBA has no white in it. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Mustachio reporting live Thanks, for the Tony. Seth Williams show. I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Yeah. All right, Tony. <laughs> wow. I saw that one coming. But it was I good. saw it coming too, but it was still good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's going to put a wrap on things today, I think. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> on that's... that note, I'm going to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> on that somewhat uh, appreciate- racist joke we're done <laughs> <laughs> appreciate everybody listening today appreciate uh, bob frank for letting us play his rant on the show today yes good. and thanks again to our friends in soil and Union yes. underground for letting us come out on tuesday march the 19th yes so uh, get your tickets and only 30 bucks yeah get your tickets be out there come say hi yes come be on the show with us so we appreciate it. And uh, God willing, Monday, my dad's going to be joining us. My dad is going to be joining us, and uh, he's going to pump he's, his books up a little bit, and then he's also going to destroy me and tell me how, you know, he's where my psychological, my psychological imbalances come from. So He is going to be grilled by yours truly. I can't wait to talk to your dad. So we will be doing that on Monday, and then Wednesday, Greg Mack from The Fish, 95.5. Will be joining us to talk about some biking stuff he's got going on. He'll also talk some politics and stuff with us as well. So, and we might—I'm just going to tell you this now—we might have another guest also on Wednesday. So it might be very cool. Back. So I'm working on something. Big show, big shows coming up next week. So uh, God will, we'll talk to you then. Have a great rest of the week, a good weekend. Thank you, Chris, and we will talk to you later. See ya. See ya.